During the past two weeks, I got to know a dying man. It began with an after-hours call from the hospital in search of a minister who would come to pray with a newly arrived patient. They didn't expect him to have much time left. When I arrived, the man was alert and seemed quite peaceful. He was eager to pray and listen to some psalms and gospels read to him. About an hour and a half passed, full of conversation, tears, laughter, and more prayer. I left my new friend and went home. The next time I saw him was a few days later when I returned to visit. He looked weaker, but he was still very peaceful. Days went by again, and each time I saw him, I wondered if it would be the last. Finally, just a few days ago, I went back into the hospital. My friend now laid there, surrounded by his loving family. He was still with us, but barely. He was in his final moments, suspended between earth and heaven. And I thank God that he was now eagerly looking upward to a new and eternal dwelling with God. My friend in the hospital was blessed with relatively little pain in his final days. As horrible as death truly is, modern medicine blesses many people with some comfort in their dying journey. There was no such relief in the death of Jesus. With his crown of thorns pressed deeply into his head, Jesus was led away by Roman soldiers to receive the most horrific death known in the ancient world. Crucifixion. Crucifixion, or the death on a cross, has been noted as the most painful and drawn-out form of death in Jesus' day. From this word we get our English term excruciating, a word that literally means from the cross. Death on a cross was designed and reserved especially for slaves and criminals for whom public disgrace was a fitting punishment. It was widely practiced. Jesus was one of many people to be crucified. Even on the day of his death, Jesus was not technically alone. He hung between two criminals on a hill just outside of Jerusalem. John 19 and 18 says, There they crucified him, and with him two others, one on either side, with Jesus between them. I wonder... Can you go there for a moment in your imagination? You know, perhaps the brutality of the nails and the agony is too much for you, or maybe it's lost its effect in our desensitized culture. But still, go there in your mind and just gaze up at Jesus. What do we see? We see a man hanging in the middle of two others. He is between the men. He suffers in their midst. We also see that the man, Jesus, was hanging between the earth and the sky. He was lifted up, suspended, if you will, between heaven and earth. And look at the people around the cross. Jesus hangs between the loving and agonizing gaze of his family and friends and the mocking and hateful gaze of religious leaders and soldiers. But in every way, Jesus hangs in the middle. The meeting place between humankind, between those who love him and those who reject him, and ultimately between heaven and earth. The cross is the center of it all. 
Jesus knows this even if others don't. He had talked about this days earlier when he said to his followers, I, when I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all people to myself. John 12, verse 32. Hanging there, lifted up between heaven and earth, between lovers and haters, Jesus became the sole reconciling force between God and every human being who would ever live. He is in between all, setting his face upwards while gazing down with grace, reaching outwards to criminals dying on either side of him. Look at the cross today and see that on such a cross, Jesus was placed at the center of all creation. He holds all things together and is lifted up so that he would draw all people to himself, including you. Let's pray. Jesus, even though you were rejected and deserted by many, you did not die alone. In your death, you were hanging between all things. You were hung between heaven and earth. You are at the centerpiece of all creation and you hold all things together. Hold me close to your heart, Jesus, and hold me close to the Father. Amen.